The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to The Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Ed and Ben. And we've got our most frequent guest, Oliver Naveau. He's well, yeah, trying to yeah. get his, his, his title back for most frequent mm, guest. Right. Uh, Matt's away. He's got a family emergency to deal with, so we wish mm. him the best. Um, but the show must go on. So, you guys always seem to bring it together. Yeah, you know, I don't think we've ever missed an episode. No. And it really was a yeah. happy coincidence. We were having Bandolero today anyway. It's mm-hmm. perfect. And Bandolero's part, uh, you say that, because Bandolero is part of the United Cigar Portfolio. Mm-hmm. Made by Nelson Alfonso. Made correct? by Nelson Alfonso. Which we're always a fan of. Atabay and Byron, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, always makes me think of Westerns. You know, just the Bandolero. <laughs> the Bandolero. So was, oh, probably going to watch the Man Without a Name trilogy yeah. again. And <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you say Cowboys. I was talking to Ed earlier, Bandolero saying... Oh, saying, should I unbutton one more button? Because Bandolero, to me, sounds very like Spanish, flamenco, mm, yep. suave. So flamenco, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if I'd go something. there. No? No, I guess no, I, I think it's like, you know, I don't think they, your you know, shells and bullets oh, and yeah. everything you've oh, got, yeah. you know, yeah, that's on too. a Bandolero. Yeah. Which I think it was originally with bombs. Was it Bombardier? Who was it? Uh, they would have grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's your original, but it, all these things pop to mind. We were yeah, talking about quiz think, shows earlier, so <laughs> when, do you think, when do you think Bandolero? Absolutely. Random things. Uh, so which uh, uh, Vitola is this? So we are smoking the Bandolero, uh, it's pronounced Soberbios. Soberbios, it's a five and a half by 50. Um, the, the brother to this one is the Tremendos, and that's the Nicaraguan blend. This is the Peruvian blend, and I say that it has an Ecuadorian wrapper, a little bit of Peruvian, and then undisclosed filler. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what what makes Bandolero very unique from other cigars and falls right into the selected tobacco Nelson Alfonso family is the fact that it is aged post roll for two years. That's, so that's a big commitment. It's laid to rest. <laughs> huge. So, anytime you smoke a Bandolero or an Atabay Byron. Um, yeah, you know, I, I always love to look at the cellophane because he, yep. for a while, Nelson was taking the cellophane off of the cigars and replacing it with new cellophane. Mm. <laughs> so you couldn't um, see the yellow. Right. <laughs> so I, and people, I mean, they age cigars in their humidor and then they'll take it out and look at the cellophane. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want people to look at that. I mean, there's, you can see the age and the, you know, discoloration. Yeah. And also the, the vents on the cellophane, which you don't see too often. Yeah, no. No, or, or at all. <laughs> yeah, or ever. Uh, ever. Yeah, um, I don't know. Every so, cigar in the world. Yeah, and Nelson does that for a particular reason. So when I say that they're aged for two years, it's very different from aging a cigar inside of your humidor where you purchase a cigar, you'll bring it home, place it into your humidor. Nelson has an aging room. So the room is lined with one-inch planks of cedar, mm-hmm. uh, five different cedars, a Cuban cedar, Spanish, Mexican, Brazilian, and Lebanese. And he'll sand those down once or twice a year to give it a fresh layer. But what he'll do, and the reason I call it an aging room, and he calls it an aging room, is that the humidity is brought down to 40%, mm-hmm. then back up to 70 back down to 40 So the cigar is actually breathing in all those different cedar notes. 
So, so it's getting a lot of the same treatment that the Byron's and Atabay's get. The gets, exact same treatment. But just with just a shorter window. Shorter, shorter window. So, I mean, Correct. bang for your buck. Because <laughs> you know, yep. price point is yeah. less than half of an right, Atabay. Yeah. This Correct. particular size is thirteen ninety nine for a single. Mm-hmm. And for now... Jars are available for three fifty six ninety nine, and that's a jar of thirty hmm. for this particular size. Right. Yes, yeah. So the jars are, are I don't want to say confusing, but a little confusing because they'll 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 have different quantities right. within them. Some are twenty mm-hmm. fives, or some are twenty fives. This one and the tremendous are thirty. All the jars are basically the same size to stack, right? But Correct. If you have a different ring gauge, you can obviously yeah. The the, the the Barbaros, which is a sixty ring gauge, that has twenty in them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this one you get a, a little more expensive, but um, that's because there are more but cigars in there. The packaging is due to change, if I'm not the, mistaken. Right. So this year, we will have a packaging change on Bandolero. We were hoping to have that ready for the big tobacco show that goes on once a year. However, with everything going on right now, <laughs> all the madness, none of them are happening. Now, everything's so. been delayed, shut down, box factories shut down, printing factories, so... Uh, we're a little delayed. We're looking more towards the fall, but uh, but then all of the bandoleros will come in a box, uh, boxes of twenty five, and Nelson will actually will be adding another series in the bandolero series. Hmm. So um, yeah, as, as I mentioned earlier, we had we have bandolero in a Peruvian blend and a Nicaraguan blend, and now we'll have the Dominican. Blend. So, are you talking when you say Peruvian and Nicaraguan? Are you talking about series two and three? Is that Seri- the, yeah? That's so the it was pack, yeah. So originally same. it was pack one, two, and three. Yep. Now we'll have series. It'll be series A, series uh, T, and series D. Okay. Um, and that's not confusing. Do, yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. It will be labeled, and now each cigar will have a second band, so you'll know that you're smoking. Okay. That makes it a easy. Dominican. And when I say it's a Dominican blend, it has a little bit of Dominican than Nelson's little. Yeah, the, the special sauce. The special <laughs> sauce, right? And um, the bands will help because whenever I'm reaching for my humidor, I'm yep. like, uh, which is this? And I have to look it up by right, the size right. and try to figure out which series. But e- even then, so if you look at the, the Bandolero Picaros and the Colosalis, mm-hmm. they both have 54 on the ring gauge. This is the Sober Bios that we're smoking. The Tremendos is also a 50 ring gauge. So on the band, it says 50. So if you had those side by side, wouldn't be able to tell them apart. No. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go by shade, but even then, it's like, well, <laughs> no, it's, yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> Can <we'll>, you? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to correct that, and, and uh, we're looking forward to the, the new package launch and, and design launch, yeah. Nice. So the, pretty much everything United is getting an overhaul f- as appearance-wise, for the, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I mean, but you, a lot of the brands in the United portfolio have been around for, for quite some time. For La ages, Gianna yeah. celebrated 25 years. Yep. So we did thought repackage, was, what, last year? Yeah, repackage last year. And uh, uh, United was uh, six months Right, ago or something? Yeah, right around the same time. Yeah, which, yeah. I mean, those look great. Um, I'm looking forward to what the Bandolero looks like because, I mean, Nelson is a design guy, so yeah. they should look great. <laughs> Nelson's on top. I mean, everything, anytime yeah. we get a, a, you know, get a new email from him because he's doing some new design work or we're doing some, we're actually, this year, we're doing some very special um, I don't know, humidors. Uh, mm-hmm. For some some people out there, so uh, look forward to to seeing those. Uh, but anytime I, get, I I get an email from him and he has a full uh, presentation done, they look <laughs> as if the humanoids have already been created, but they're they're just renderings. Wow! And it's, uh, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh man, looking so, forward to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, right off the bat, it's got some uh, dark fruit 
flavors going in there. A um, little bit of smokiness, you know, kind of underlying some spices. You know, it's it's got a lot going on, um, as with everything Nelson does. You know, lots of flavors. So it's another kind of a thinking cigar. Yeah. Uh, where you can just sit and kind of pull out the different flavors as you're going along. And as you'd expect, you always pick up some cedar, which yep, makes perfect course. sense. Yeah, I think that you get little sweet notes that come from that cedar. Um, the, 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 the subtleness of the cigar comes from the aging. Mm-hmm. And I get some rich, the, the retro, rich, um, deep leather coffee notes. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, I, absolutely, absolutely I, love I think the aging tones down the Peruvian, that can be pretty... In your face in some blends. Yeah. Was it mellow out yeah. and just kind of diffuse? <laughs> yeah, if it, it, when Peruvian's used properly, one, and, and laid to, to rest a little bit, mm-hmm. um, it, it can just add so much character to a cigar. And, and it, I think it's very well done in, in a lot of his lines because he does use Peruvian throughout yep. all of his lines. Mm, which you don't see too often. I mean, he's, there's a handful of cigars out there with some Peruvian in it. Yep. Um, but seeing it so widespread is kind of a Nelson thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, do we have a top five? Well, we do. You know, um, Ben had given me the heads up, okay. so I think we're ready to launch into it. Sounds good. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So I did a little bit of Googling and thought, well, let's come up with something a little different on the top five. All I can think of is 30 Rock and the whole Googling scene. Look up the Googling 30 Rock and you'll get the reference. (laughs) Well, hilarious. (laughs) this is our top five list of the heaviest flying birds. All right, heaviest so flying. It has birds. to be a flying bird. It's but funny it's heaviest. Yeah, funny that's that 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 is the top five because Ben and I this morning were just talking about birds, heavy birds. Yeah, flipping the bird. Yeah. But that's oh. that's our usual Tuesday morning discussion. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It, that's not out of the so, norm. No, yeah, be so you'll find this fascinating. Right, you know, perfect. Yeah. Mm. Great. Well, coming in at number five is the Saris crane, and you'll find those S A R U S. Okay. You'll find those in Australia and Asia. Okay. Mm. So they'll kill you? That's what I, well, I mean. Well, they weigh in at... Australia twi- is like a bare minimum, right? 26 yeah. pounds for that's, those. And that's number wow. five. That's number five. Man, how big are these things? <laughs> you know? 26 pounds. Are, wingspan has to be... I mean, right. cranes are generally pretty big. Right. I mean, obviously, big bird from Sesame Street, but I never saw a big bird no, he fly. fly. He's scared of heights, isn't he? Deceiving, so. deceiving 25 pounds, because a, a crane, I just think a lot of neck, a lot of leg... Small body, right? So you don't think twenty-five pound turkey deep fried? It's different. It's a big bird. Yeah. Now this one may not surprise you, but it's the great white pelican. No surprise oh, at yeah. all. Pelicans <laughs> can number be four. Large. Great white and pelican, and that's with an empty mouth. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, and <laughs> we'll find those in Europe and Western Asia, mm. and they'll weigh in at a whopping thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now so we're you talking, a, you know, pretty big. Dog size flying right. around. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. So if you have a big bird fetish, it sounds like you should move more towards Asia. Yeah, the okay. U.S. doesn't get any right. of the biggest birds. Of, uh, <laughs> um, condors on Number three, we have a condor. Ah, that would be the that's not- the Andean condor, which of course would be South America. Okay, I was, I was waiting for a condor to pop up. Yeah, <laughs> possibly uh, in Peru. 
They're possibly in Peru. Just the connective uh, tissue here. Hmm. And that'll come in at 33 pounds. Wow. Mm. Tasty. Now we're going to go up a couple notches Any of these here. birds edible? Um, I didn't really do any study for on the, that. I mean, oh, no further research it's, done. It's like predatory birds. Yeah, it's, I can't don't eat predators, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like a condor almost definitely be well, terrible taste. We technically chickens. chickens. Yeah, chicken's a predator. Yeah, chickens yeah you throw a, a mouse into a chicken coop, see how the fast they yeah, turn Yeah, but then you predators. have to get rid of the whole coop because that, <laughs> they're going to start killing each other. Wow. That's kind of the fun part. true? So yes. Yeah. Like they once go they, after mice? They go, oh, yeah. And they're vicious. Uh, I believe once they've had blood, they kind of go crazy and you have to get rid of them. So it's like, yeah, grains. Be careful. Insects. Yeah. I want to see that. Don't whip it out in front of a chicken. No. Mm. (laughs) You could make some big wings. Should be a new t shirt. (laughs) How about some big wings out of these birds? Yeah. Habanero wings. (laughs) That's a full meal. Well, the the next thing on the menu is (laughs) the mute swan. What? So I guess mute. it makes no noise. <laughs> yeah, it's swan. swan. And swans are like obnoxiously loud. Like, and, and they, they can be quite vicious terrible. too. So mute. And where, where's scientific the mute? name, of course. Is it it might just be swan. really aggressive when it hears anything, so you got to be mute around the it. The mute <laughs> swan is also found in Europe and Western Asia. So they grow them big there. Yeah. Uh, the mute swan comes in at 37 pounds. Oof. Wow. Yeah. I mean, a swan makes sense. I mean, they're just huge to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't. I don't know if I've ever seen one fly, though. A swan? Yeah, I don't know. I've I've seen plenty of them, like, swimming around. Uh, You've seen them fly. You just never never thought twice. You saw that giant flying V in the air. (laughs) No, that's geese. Don't multiple birds do flying Vs? Uh, I don't know if swans do. Swans are kind of like, they kind of pair off, right? They don't do big Well, they pair off for mating purposes. Yeah, they don't get a... Well, I think they, they pair off for quite a while, and they hang around together. They're idiots, their then. Yeah. Hey, why do you think they're so angry? I mean, <laughs> they're really aggressive. <laughs> well, coming in at number one. There we go. There it is. Is the Cory Bustard. And that's Corey like. Bastard, huh? Well, it's like bastard with tough. a U. Bustard. A bustard. Sounds French. Buster did. I came up on a well, show I was recently watching. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. no, I was like, I've never heard of that one. I'm going to remember that. And maybe it could be uh, French influence because they're in Africa. Okay. Yeah. So only, that, only in Africa? Only in Africa. Northern? Southern? Yeah, and Northern. they come in at 41 pounds. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's big. They that's a big are, bird. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be like under them in a tree or something, you know? Like, no. I'm sure the droppings are... Colossal. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Dense your car. Turkeys can fly. Yeah. Not not for long periods. No. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of get out of the way. I mean, around here, they just do whatever they want. You know, they're right. not really scared of anything. I mean, you could get a, a giant Thanksgiving turkey that's going to beat the 26-pound Yeah, but Sarah's I mean, those cream. are being raised that way. You know, yeah, like in the wild, they don't natural really thing. that, that no. big. They don't last yeah, very long. Tough. If they can't yeah. get away, then, well, guess what? They didn't get away. So... So, so flying, know. flying, they don't migrate. Uh, not to my knowledge. Huh? Not like those European swallows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I've heard of <laughs> that. Coconut carrying. <laughs> yeah. African or European? European swallows. <laughs> the Cory Bustard feeds on plants, berries, snakes, and lizards. Ooh. Wow. So right. it's probably a vicious little bastard. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it's... I mean, lizards, so it's got to have talons, you know, to go scoop them up. And Can you imagine just seeing a pterodactyl? Like way back when, like yeah. how, how 
crazy that is? Mm-hmm. Just the thought? Yeah, I've seen all the Jurassic Park movies, so yeah. I can imagine I how terrifying it is. Yeah. Huh. How big were those? Bigger uh, than this, but... A pterodactyl? Yeah. yeah. Wingspan, I mean, wingspan 15 the feet. Side of a small plane, you know, <laughs> pretty much. Just yeah. right. teeth so and... They could pluck a Cessna out of the air. Yeah, and, and you can't hear him go to the bathroom. Because the pee is silent. <laughs> oh, Not God. my own. I heard it somewhere else. About it. That was terrible. Clever. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Their wingspans were uh, 15. about three and a half feet for it's a pterodactyl. They, what? Were, they weren't as big as the there were other pre- There were other large flying birds. That, well, I, I should say flying dinosaurs. Actually, they're, actually they're, no, they're not even dinosaurs. They're pterosaurs. Yes, they are There's a distinction. There's, uh, yeah. there's a Another video I saw recently wow. talking about how they how they get lift and it's just crazy science behind it. But there were bigger, or was that just for? I always thought pterodactyls were. I don't, like, maybe mm. not, well, other pterosaurs, but not, oh. maybe not the pterodactyl. Pterodactyl might have been a smaller. Uh huh. But there are large but pterosaurs. I believe they were portrayed in movies as much larger. Than as always, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, it's I mean, just like you know, uh, uh, what do you got? Superman. Uh, raptors open oh. doors, you know? They're not that. What? They can't do that? <laughs> well, I mean, they wouldn't have the chance. Not yet. They didn't have <laughs> doors in the Cretaceous period? Uh, not with handles, no. Oh, okay. It was all knobs. It was just push. It was knobs because they knew better. Knobs they had the tougher. automatic sliding doors back yeah, then. They, they right. knew better than to trust yeah. them. The handles, <laughs> yeah, they could yeah. handle that. It's like, yeah. I was watching the Flintstones the other day. They did have a door. <laughs> yeah, big stone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a door there. Yeah. Huh. They do make very big. good, according to the Flintstones, they do make very good TV remotes. Yeah, flies over and changes the channel, right? <laughs> I, I had a little brother who would do that. You know? <laughs> You'd just throw them? Yeah, our remote's broken. Go change the channel. <laughs> well, uh, we got way off topic there. Yeah, so why don't we uh, regroup and we'll take a break. And when we'll come back, we'll continue smoking the Bandolero. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos formed by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. 
looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that, solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar, with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking a bandolero. And while of your attention, head over to Facebook. Give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Ashles Radio and over on YouTube as well if you want to see this mess. Mm-hmm. Who you wouldn't? Know, choose your poisons. You know? <laughs> uh, cigars performing very well. I mean, draw is perfect as always. Uh, burn is perfect as always. Uh, nice and consistent. It's... Uh, some of the spice is kind of mellowed, uh, mellowed down a little mm. bit. It's it's become a little bit smoother. Um, still great flavors. 
I get a little, f- I feel the fall hmm. when I smoke. Autumnal. Yes. Was that another bird? That <laughs> yes, sixth? another bird. It's actually the sixth the heaviest flint's bird. Autumnal. Autumnal. It's a good word, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of useless, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, when, when would you use it? Just there. Besides just, just now. Just, just now. Yeah, it's good yeah. for Scrapple, I guess, <laughs> if you need it. Yeah, no, great great flavor notes on the Bandolero. I think it's it's still a little little hidden on the, on the, on the spectrum. Yeah, cigars, it, but it smokes like a much more expensive cigar. Yes, for sure. So this is a, a very favorable price point mm-hmm. to get into the selected tobacco family. Yeah, I think I I, I believe so. Um, and especially for when, when you look at a cigar that's aged like that, um, it should be much higher. But the Bandolero line is a, a just a, a a great way to start getting into the more premium premium. Yep. Line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's a lot of diversity in the line. What's the mm. one I like? The small torpedo. Traviosos. Oh, right. That's, that's got, got some, some kick to it. To yeah. it. You know, yeah, so. that surprises you. It's and that's like, also the. It's because it's smaller, you know, that's why. Yeah. It's, got, it's got more strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good, a good looking cigar, that little right. short torpedo. Yeah. But uh, if you've tried one, you haven't tried them all. They're all true, quite yeah. distinct. No. Yep. Very. Yeah, every size, every series. That's. <laughs> Been enjoying the Vanidosos in the Bandolero hmm. uh, line, and that's in the Nicaraguan blend. It's a torpedo, but uh, it just has has a really nice spice, but subtle. That's mm. the bigger torpedo one. That's the bigger torpedo one, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. But I like little cigars, strong cigars. Then you'll enjoy that, Traviosos. Oh, and I do. <laughs> Sounds like there's something for everyone. <laughs> there is, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Traviosos 5x50 little torpedo Peruvian yeah. blend, yeah. Very nice. Um, yeah. So the the it, I like how it's, it's got just the right amount of sweetness. It's not overpowering with the richness. You know, it's it's well crafted. You know, it's it's got a nice balance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and where do you put it? Straight up medium, little less. Yeah, I would put the Bandolero is more that medium, medium plus, depending. Mm-hmm. So I say which? Bandolero when it's across the line, but I would I would say Bandolero is your medium bodied cigar, mm-hmm. and then as you start getting into the different Vitolas and, and blends, you're going to have medium plus. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's, it's subtle. I mean, it's it's at medium, but there's nothing overpowering. Yeah, it's not going to shock anybody. No. You know, it's, and it's not going to disappoint. So it's it's right in the sweet spot, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> now, Oliver, you haven't been here for a while, but do you know what well, time it is? a few weeks is? at least. <laughs> uh we doing Old Fart Freddy? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's time once Nailed again. Nailed it. To get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days, when life was simpler and cheaper. What the hell is it with TV nowadays? It's very complicated. 24 hours a day, hundreds of channels. When I was young, there were just three channels, and they didn't come in so great unless you knew how to use the rabbit ears, and fortunately, I was a pro. I always knew when it was time to go to bed, when they played the national anthem, and it went off. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. When 
to play the National Anthem. Went off that a long time ago. Why does he get the yeah, banjo? Shows the. Uh, I don't know why he gets the banjo. The that he, wasn't he, Freddie's best. The, work. the bars and the <laughs> <laughs> wasn't his best work. No, I like the GPS machine much better. <laughs> yes, yes, that machine. <laughs> <laughs> there was no joke in that one. It was just like. I'm old, and this is how I used to watch TV. <laughs> right. I like Cuban Delight cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was uh, when the infomercials started going on, and then it's like, okay, nothing else is on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. ShamWow. Time to go to bed. ShamWow. Yeah, well, wait. There's more. You got to go back a little further. Yeah. They didn't even have the infomercials. No. <laughs> yeah. Then it would be the test pattern with just yeah. white noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. You couldn't get it in right. I, I, we had we had a remote that had a. A, a wire, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were the Not first very ones. Remote, but <laughs> it was a wired remote. Yeah. yeah, strange. It's like, what's the point? Well, I guess to take out a. Oh, uh, well, you didn't have to get <laughs> out of your oh, chair. The, the yeah. VHS your chair tapes. was close enough to reach, anyways. Then. You had to rewind, and you just you couldn't get oh, it to the right spot. VHS, well, yeah. And the UHF channels, yeah, you couldn't nice. get those very well. No, UHF movie though, solid movie by Weird Al. Solid Out. movie yeah. and. <laughs> Michael Richards. And Michael Richards. Very good. Although, disgrace now. Wow. <laughs> Pre-horrible racist. Before, before the horrible which, which movie? Uh, UHF. Oh, UHF. Yeah, it's, I think it's on I was thinking Transylvania 65,000. I have it on DVD. If you yeah. want to borrow it, just call. I'll bring it's it in. It's a solid watch. It's, no. it's great. A lot of like uh, early stars. Well, stars that are not stars anymore at this point. A lot, a lot, of, lot of people of before they blew up I, in I think uh, Fran Drescher was on there. Mm. Um, I could have done without her. Well, yeah, but, but she doesn't do the laugh, and it was before the nanny. So. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there was something about Fran that I kind of dug. <laughs> From the nanny, or just yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, the volume was down, but <laughs> okay, all right. Phew. Like, all right where are we going like with this? So I'll get. You know, Father's Day just ha- happened. I got to give my father some credit here because as we're talking VHS tapes, he so on VHS tape you usually could get about three movies on there. Uh, they were six like hour. Stretch. It depends. Uh, if you got the like extended play games. ones, yeah, you could fit a bunch in there. Right. So we would record a movie, and he made a catalog of the movies, and he would put down the the time because remember it wasn't a time, but you could so fast he, forward. You would timestamp them, I, I guess. But on on you would have to write it mm-hmm. down on the front. Mm-hmm. So on the label, it would say U UHF. Zero to one thousand. Then the next movie, whatever one thousand mm-hmm. and one to whatever. Mm-hmm. And then within that, then he also made a whole catalog, a whole directory of all the movies, and you can pick them up. So I got to so, give him credit for that. At the time, I thought he was bonkers. Yeah. How, but. how was it indexed? You go to alphabetically what movie it'd tell you which tape it, in the it, library. And- yeah, yeah. Because then there was like A one was mm-hmm. movie one, A two all the way through. It was. It was pretty intense, hmm. and then so he, he had a whole like library of pirated movies. That's yeah, pretty much. much. <laughs> but it wasn't that like the cassette tapes when you went to the really long lengths. They were much more likely to get eaten and tangled yep. in yep. the machine. <laughs> oh, use to use a pen, yeah, to wind it back up. Mm-hmm. My dad just sent me the other day an eight millimeter film from his grandparents and great uncle from just after World War II. So it's between mm. forty six and about fifty. And it was bizarre looking at them because I'm looking at my uncle and my dad's like, or great uncle, and my dad's like, he's 21 years old. Yeah, and I look at him like, and go, dude, looks like he's 45. What are you <laughs> talking about? And you're like, why isn't he wearing any pants? And what are they doing? <laughs> well, that was normal if you know my family. <laughs> but uh, the grandparents, they were in their mid 50s. They looked like they were almost dead. <laughs> right. It was bizarre. People age so yeah. differently. 
<laughs> Part of life, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it was like a stressful war, you know, yeah. just happened. Does anybody so. have calluses on their hands right now? <laughs> no. Nope. Millennials. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. we just know yeah, how to yeah, use I, lotion. I think. Right. Lotion. <laughs> true. And a couple of cuts. Did some work this weekend. Yeah. yeah soft mm-hmm. soft any, calluses. Haven't Yard. done any manual labor in the past year. Yard so. work? Yeah, chopping of wood. Uh, I, I really? Smoked, smoked some ribs. Hmm. There, Pit Life not paying attention to the show. Yeah. No. yeah Coming on next on Pit Life Barbecue. <laughs> well, maybe. How to not listen to the assholes. <laughs> maybe we won't pay attention <laughs> right? to his show. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, smoke some ribs um, and uh, and chicken wings. So two separate. Mm-hmm. Two separate grills going, but I, I I don't have a gas grill, so I'm I'm chopping wood and I use those coals in the uh, in the grill in okay. the smoker. And were these wings little wings or gigantor? Uh, it was it was a mixture. Yeah. Uh, I I got the wings I got pre seasoned at Costco because mm-hmm. they have this mixture and the wings are, are a good size. It's a good value and just a ton of them and. Um, Right, and then you don't have to yeah. mess around. The, yeah, the the drumlets, mm. drumettes, drumettes, mm. yeah, drumettes, were are a good size, and then the the wing portion, the two bone part, they were a little smaller, mm-hmm. a little weaker. So these weren't from a Cory Buster. <laughs> we're not. It wasn't Buster, was it? Cory Buster. 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 Bustard. Bustard. Yeah. yeah. Bustard. Or oh, all right. Bustard. Bustard. Bust out the well, because I remember. I remember bastard. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't bust. Don't look no, at me when you say bastard that. Bastard with right. a U. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bastard with a U. That's what I was saying. So anyway. <laughs> thank you, Dad. It's a you bastard. There we go. For documenting and, remember and writing down all the times. No, yeah, they're like three feet tall. I was looking that up. I was like, oh, yeah. those are they don't look that big just from a picture without a reference. Big right. nerd. Yeah. Do you still have this catalog of movies or I mean, uh, where would you play them? I mean, you'd have to yeah, I don't even know where those are. I don't know. VHS. Yeah, but he also and he also he was and still is a big Formula One guy. So he had all the races, like everything, just and and the VHS had a timer. But there were times when he was he was traveling or he was overseas, and he would mm. call me, and I would have to get up as a teenager on a Sunday morning <laughs> to record. It's not something. like I was going to bed early on a Saturday night yeah. to record the Brazilian Grand Prix at 7 a.m. And, and he <sighs> held on to those, like didn't record over them. I guess it's like yeah. once you know at the end. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, no, he you would know, rewatch like, them. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. It's like, no, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's a, so it's a race. He'd <laughs> spend all this time recording them, cataloging, rewatching them. Did he raise you? <laughs> no, I think we know the answer. No, that's why I was recording because he wasn't around. <laughs> that's on the next show, and that's why he couldn't commit to be on the next show. show we'll need a couch. No. I'm just gonna lay down there, yeah. and we'll be on. All right, why don't we uh, go to a rating? Shall we? I think we shall. Actually, hold on. Before, do you remember if this was the Vitola that won the blind taste off that we did? I know it was a Bandolero. I can't remember off the top of my head which what one. What did was. we do it against? It was uh, or that was just the it blind. was a whole tournament. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna I think we went it with was, a more of a Toro size and that may have been the, the Picaros. Okay, might have been the, mm. Yeah, you're right. That kinda rings a bell. Okay. So but it was a Bandolero that won our whole blind taste, you know, yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a bracket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so like a, it made mm-hmm. it through all the different rounds. I think it was three or four rounds. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it was. I think like it was the, the the Picaros. Yeah. Won it for all. So uh, go back to some of our past episodes and check that out. That was a that was a good time. Although yeah. smoking two cigars within that short yeah. window was not the best. But <laughs> <laughs> give you the spins. It was good. Yeah. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna go 95. I smoke these all day, any day. I mean, they're in my regular rotation. Uh, it's a solid cigar all day long. See, I think you're incorrect. <laughs> I've got this at a 94. Oh, oh so far off. <laughs> <laughs> well, every point matters, but Oliver can do whatever he wants now. <laughs> well, a little biased. A little but, bit, you know. Um, paint his bills and stuff. I, I love the I love the long finish. Um, a, a lot of a lot of flavor when you smoke really anything from Nelson. I find that it's very clean on the palate. Mm -hmm. So I, I always give his stuff a little little extra on on the point system. Um, I'm gonna go ninety ninety three. Just to okay. kind of keep everything. Going. Just to just to right. know that he's downgrading. Just because himself. I can't I can't really say ninety six ninety seven. It just doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. But a solid ninety three. I mean, any, yeah, well, it I, makes I, the math easy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts? Well, we got a 93, we got a 94, 95. If you follow the show and pick up on the trend, I'm always going to go right in the middle. So I'm with you on a 94. That was actually... Uh, that was what I'm we're with doing. Ed on a 94. Here. No. I just said you. No one saw me yeah, pointing to them. Thanks. You had to call it out. <laughs> thanks for paying attention. But uh, I, I really like this cigar. I'm surprised how mild the retrohale actually is. Mm. Yeah, very smooth. I mean, that's the age, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of mellowing that out. Um, very approachable. Anybody can smoke it and enjoy it. Um, and huge value. Yeah, and even the retro, once the smoke's gone, if you retro again, just uh, on a empty mouth, I guess, um, there's still just a ton of flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's so, yeah, it is so good. So if you haven't, if you haven't had a chance to smoke a Bandolero, please, do United a favor, go out and try it. it <laughs> do yourself a do favor. yourself a flavor. Yeah. A flavor. A flavor. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Do yourself a flavor. This is and this is only water. Goes well with barbecues too. So for Fourth of July coming up, if people are actually going out, depending on where you're from, uh, it's a good barbecue cigar. Yeah. I don't know if I'd hit it out to everybody. No. But you know, if you have friends that enjoy cigars, definitely give it to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fourth of July coming up, and there's only one cigar to smoke on the Fourth of July, and United, that is the United Firecracker. Oh, mm -hmm. even better. But it is in the United portfolio. Yeah, but if you were able to get a hold of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, and they're and, out there. And then there's the regular. And, and I'll tell you what, there are we have there are, we have quite a few retailers that are 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 supporting it uh, right now. There are some contests. I know that I've been in uh, some talks with some of the retailers and some social media, especially if you're on Instagram. Uh, check it out out there because there are some competitions or yeah. uh, contests coming out. So I, I think I saw one retailer doing five packs with the original and the Perdomo. And the Perdomo. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you wanted to just try them and not commit to the box, right. there's, there's options out yeah, there. Yeah, there, there are mm -hmm. definitely some options. I mean, so Firecracker for Independence Day is a nice hashtag. Mm. The number four. <laughs> number check four. that wow. out. That'll lead you to, to, to some great <laughs> spots. All right. Sounds good. Okay, you've been listening to The Assholes, broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Head over to United Pod Podcast Network.tv. That buster just messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> you can see all our past episodes. Check out our blind taste challenge we did oh, a year or so ago, maybe even two years. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting watch. And uh, we will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.